All right, my friends, welcome back to Your Bible Book by Book. I'm Pastor Luke, and this is the Gospel of Mark. As you open the the Gospel of Mark, uh, what you're going to notice very quickly is that uh, Mark starts with Jesus being a a full-grown adult. He's 30 years old, and he's beginning his ministry. Uh, He skips over uh, any mention of uh, the birth narrative of the miraculous virgin birth or, or anything uh, connected with Mary, Joseph, uh, or his uh, early life. And so uh, he, he just begins with uh, Jesus immediately um, uh, doing miracles and teaching. And so what you see in Mark in, in this short gospel, 16 chapters, is that uh, it is uh, very fast-paced. Um, he uses the word immediately um, 39 times in his gospel. So uh, Mark being uh, at least a third shorter uh, than the other Gospels. The other Gospels are, are contain considerable, considerably more um, information or, or um, content. Uh, Mark, in his short Gospel, um, is, is going to use the word immediately uh, to get you from one event or from one instance in Jesus' life to another um, and, and really drive you forward into the story. And so um, what we understand about Mark um, is that it is probably Peter's gospel. Uh, John Mark uh, was what we understand to be the writer of the gospel, but more or less what we would think is or understand is that he was um, the, the attendant, the writer, the scribe, uh, for Peter, and, and so Mark's gospel would be more or less considered Peter's gospel. A couple of things about that, um, why we think or understand that, is because uh, the unique feature of Mark's gospel is that uh, he um, contains in his account um, a lot of the responses of Peter uh, to Jesus. And so there, what you have is this uh, prominence of Peter in the Gospel of Mark, um, and also the fact that uh, the responses or the the uh, appearance of Peter in the Gospels uh, or in Mark uh, particularly is that it is not um, overwhelmingly positive. Um, Peter seems to uh, have a lot to learn in the Gospel of Mark. He responds quickly, rashly, and and a lot of times incorrectly. Um, and that is something that uh, in the scriptures you would see uh, pretty frequently is that the writers or the, um, the people who are um, portraying their own story uh, oftentimes do not portray themselves in the most positive light. Um, and, and that is because there's a, a sense of humility about uh, their involvement and what's going on. And so uh, you have with Mark, um, you could trace his story throughout scripture, you see um, the, the most um, frequently, you know, alluded to uh, instance of Mark uh, that his, his first appearance in the scriptures uh, actually happened in Mark chapter 14, Jesus in the Garden of Gethsemane. And, and when he is arrested, there's one um, unique story about a young man um, who was wearing nothing but a linen garment and he was following Jesus. And when they seized him, he fled naked, leaving his garment behind. Um, and so the um, conclusion or the interpretation of that is that uh, that unique um, 
little story or or mention is Mark, is John Mark himself. He doesn't talk about himself in the first person. He doesn't r name names, um, but uh, that is probably him. He's he was the only one who knew that uh, happened uh, to him. He but he puts it into uh, the account, and so. Um, the next time we see Mark in the Gospels uh, or in the, the Scripture is in the, the book of Acts. And Peter, um, after having been arrested, um, is miraculously released by the angel. Um, when he comes to his senses, he goes to uh, Mary's house, who is um, mentioned to be the mother of John Mark. And so there's a close connection between John Mark and Peter throughout the Gospels. Uh, as you continue to look at who he is, um, John Mark was um, the, f the, the person who went on the first missionary journey with Paul and Barnabas in the book of Acts and um, quickly turned around and went home because he was homesick. And so Paul and Barnabas, as they considered uh, a second trip and who they should take with them, Barnabas wanted to take John Mark with them again. Uh, Paul disagreed, and the scripture says that uh, the disagreement was so sharp that Paul took Silas and Barnabas took John Mark, and they went separate directions. So what you gather from that, and as you continue to see John Mark pop up in the scriptures, is that uh, John Mark continues to be uh, very deeply involved in the early uh, mission and, and uh, ministry of the church, throughout his lifetime. Um, he stays connected uh, through Barnabas. He stays um, connected to mission, um, but he, we lose track of him because uh, the book of Acts, and we'll talk more about Acts when we get to that book, but uh, the book of Acts um, follows the missionary work of Paul much more so than anyone else. Um, and so the fact that uh, Barnabas took John Mark and they went separate directions uh, Luke is an attendant or a companion, a friend of Paul, and so we, we see much more of what um, God did through the ministry of Paul than we do with some of the other apostles and, or the other disciples, such as John Mark. But John Mark does continue to be involved, and later on, uh, Paul mentions Mark um, in one of his letters and in a positive light that somehow... Um, uh, although we don't have the story of the restoration, uh, Paul and, and Mark uh, become uh, closely acquainted again, and, uh, and Mark is included in one of his uh, top people that he, he wants by his side uh, later on in his mission work. Um, and so that's kind of who Paul is, or who Mark is, I'm sorry, um, and, and his story of um, how he got involved. But um, somewhere along the line, tradition tells us that um, Mark was most closely related to Peter. And so he becomes the, uh, the writer, the uh, scribe that writes Peter's account of the gospel of Jesus Christ, the good news of who Jesus is. Um, and so Mark is a short gospel. Um, its uh, notable features is fast-paced nature um, and that uh, he is uh, trying to help um, people to understand really the call of discipleship. Um, in the Gospel of Mark, what you're going to see, if you read it closely, is that uh, Jesus has followers or he has opponents. Uh, there's no room really for, for fans. Um, that uh, somewhere along the way that there must be a decision made uh, about Jesus, whether you're going to 
follow him or oppose him. Um, and so uh, what you see is um, that when you follow Jesus, then you're going to um, have all these decisions to make uh, in trusting him, confessing him. You're going to note his conduct. You're going to follow his teaching. Um, you're going to be shaped by a relationship with him. Uh, and at some point, you're going to be willing to be rejected like him. Uh, and so those are some of the notable features of the Gospel of Mark. And uh, much is said um, about um, Peter and uh, Jesus' relationship with each other. Um, and very little is said about uh, Mark's own personal involvement other than uh, the idea that he was there at the garden um, when Jesus was arrested. Um, and so that is um, more or less uh, the overview of the Gospel of Mark. And again, because it is a shorter book and fast-paced, uh, it'd be a great place to start if you haven't started reading your Bible yet. The Gospel of Mark's a great place to, to start to learn who Jesus is um, and to read your Bible book by book.